Welcome to Bees and Blessing, where I share tips, stories, and encouragement for homeschooling, homemaking, and home life. You can have a thriving homeschool, a maintained home, and hobbies that you enjoy without feeling overwhelmed and overscheduled. It's not about getting everything done, but about doing everything that matters to you. I'm your host, Jasmine Lozano, and I'm so glad that you're here. Why don't you grab a cup of coffee or go for a run, clean out a closet, do a puzzle, do something that gives you life as you join me for a great conversation. Hello, friends. Welcome back to the podcast. I hope that you are doing well. I hope that spring is treating you well. We just um, had a wonderful couple of days of weather here in southeast Wisconsin. Like normally this time of year, um, there could still be a full on snowstorm. Like on April 1st, I was like, Wisconsin's playing an April Fool's Day joke on us. It snowed. And now like today, as I'm recording this, it's just a beautiful day. My kids have been outside the entire day. We are actually on spring break right now. We take spring a spring break the week after Easter. Um, and so that's a little bit what I want to talk to you about today in this episode is um, which type of homeschooling should you choose? Should you do year-round homeschooling? Um, should you take summer breaks, plan breaks? Like what 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 kind of homeschooling would benefit your family? And I'm not going to really give too many like cons. A lot of people like to give the pros and cons. I'm just going to give the pros like of everything. Um, and so I'll tell you first about how we homeschool and some of the things that I like um, about the way that I've scheduled our homeschool and, and also the reasons behind it, because you have to choose what works for you. So like some people may um, decide that year-round homeschooling works best for them because of their schedule or whatever. Some people may decide uh, they want to make up their own thing and you can do that. That's the beauty of homeschool. You do what works for you. And so I'm... Um, I, we are uh, homeschoolers that take a break in the summer. We take the entire summer off. And we do this because, well, we do it for a lot of reasons. One reason is um, that my kids have a lot of friends that are off of school in the summer as well. And I'm not like basing their whole schedule on friends or whatever, but we do still have a lot of friends that go to school and we do a lot with those friends still. We do a big Christmas party with them. We do an end of school year party with them. And so um, I decided that I, like I wanted my kids to be off school when their friends are off school so that we, we didn't have any type of restri- restrictions to our schedule and what we could do with those friends. And so our calendar year starts... Um, Um, We start school usually the same day as the school district here, but I do end just maybe a week or so early. So we end up starting just a little bit after Labor Day and we stop um, that week, that Friday before Memorial Day. And so my kids get a full three months off of school and uh, which again, it's, it's very, very close to our school schedule here. And so again, I do this because I want my kids to be able to have the same breaks as their friends, but also I do this because I need that break. I need like the summertime here is beautiful weather. I mean, we don't really reach above about 80 degrees in the summer, so it is so pleasant and we spend almost the entire day away from home or outside. Like if we're having a day where we're chilling at home, we will be outside all day and honestly, like I feel like we just all need that mental break. Um, you know, I, I went to 
public school for like high school, middle school and high school, you know, and even when I went to private school and we had the whole summer off and I know people are very concerned about what about, you know, the loss of learning in the summer. I did fine. Like I can still read. I can write. I do math well. And I had every summer off growing up. So I don't really worry about the loss of learning. We kind of use September as a review month. And so, um, yeah, so we take the whole summer off. We also do a Christmas break, which I usually do like the last um we take maybe the 20th of December off to maybe like the 4th of January. Again, I just look at the school schedule and I see what they're taking off and we we pretty much do what they do. And then we take our spring break starting like Good Friday and we do the, the following week off. And so that that's what we do. It works really well for us. Um, I'm a big, I, I'm really big in just keeping things simple. And so if somebody else has already planned out how many hours kids need to be in school, I'm just going to do what they need. I'm just going to do what they do. And so that's what we do. And it works really, really well for us. We also do school Monday through Thursday. Like we do our workbooks Monday through Thursday. And Friday I have set aside for things like art, the library, field trips, and things like that. And so that that schedule works really well for us. And so the pros of that is while, yes, we do have like kind of our scheduled breaks, we are also able to incorporate other breaks because like we don't have staff days off, staff development. We don't have, um, you know, parent teacher conference days off and things like that. So we do take other breaks as needed and we can, you know, schedule them according to like my husband's work schedule. So if he has a couple days coming off. We can we can take those days off, too. And so we're still able to um, kind of, you know, not 100 percent follow the school schedule. But that gives me a really good base into um, into into what how I wanted how I want to schedule the year out. And so, again, that's one of the pros is one. My kids get to be off school when they're when their friends are off school. The second one is we just get that mental break. And the third one of the third reasons we do that and it works for us is I'm not going to lie. It's a selfish reason, but I do run um, long distance races. So I like to run every year. I run a 10 mile race. Um, most years I get up to a half marathon and this year I'll be running a marathon again. I I ran one two years ago. And so I, the summer is a time that I train and like I'm, I'm running multiple times a week. I'm working out and I really just don't have the energy to also be planning school and, and things like that. So summer is like, it's for us. It's for me to train for my races. And it's also so my kids can have just some time to relax. And again, like our weather here, we get maybe a really good three months of just nice, hot, I want to be outside weather. And I just, I don't want to spend those inside. Now, if I lived somewhere else, like if I lived in Texas still, or if I lived somewhere hot, I, I wonder if I would do uh, summer breaks. I don't know. But um, I do know that it works for us and it works for us well. So another way that people homeschool um, and there's a lot of benefits in this as well, is you can also do year-round homeschooling. And so what that is, some people think it means like you're just schooling every week and you never get a break. But no, there and there's a lot of different ways that you can do uh, year-round homeschooling. Um, some people start, again, with the same calendar. They start like August or September is kind of like their beginning of the year and they go through, you know, a full calendar year through July. And they schedule their breaks just as needed. So maybe you know, they don't really have set schedule breaks. They just work until they feel like, you know what, we all need a break. Let's take a break. And maybe they take a week or two off here. Um, 
I know uh, some families that do what they call, it's like Sabbath homeschooling, where you work for six weeks and then you're off for a week. You work for six weeks and then you're off for a week. And that is just enough break for them to feel like, okay, you know, all right, we, we've gotten the refreshing we need. Now let's keep going. And so, and some of those families as well, like they'll take two weeks off for Christmas or they'll take two weeks off in the summer or whatever it is. But um, one of the pros that I think for year round homeschooling is that like you don't lose that momentum. So while I'm not worried about summertime loss, like learning loss, you do lose momentum. And when September hits and it's time to get back to the books, those kids and me, I'm like, oh, here we go. Like you have to kind of, you know, gas yourself up. But with year round homeschooling like that, you never take a long enough break to where that happens to you. And so I think that's one of the plus sides is that it really helps to keep momentum. And, and it also helps like, let's say, your your child is like maybe struggling in a certain area, it makes sure that they continue to grow in that area as as opposed to like if you have a summer break, you know, you may see a little bit of regression. But um um so I, I think that's one of the 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 pros of homeschooling year round is you just keep that momentum because I'm telling you September is hard to get back in that routine. Um also uh year another way I see people do year round homeschooling is they still take like their two or three months off, but they just spread them out. So I know people who take maybe the entire month of December off for Christmas and then they start back up in January, February, March, April and maybe they take all of May off as like their summer break. And then they get back to it June, July, August, September, and maybe they take October, but like they, they still get like what would be considered a full break, but they just spread it out over the course of the year. And so those are some other ways that you can schedule yourself as well. And I hope none of this sounds overwhelming because I kind of feel like I'm rambling, but, but I'm just kind of thinking about the way I see different people doing school and and all of that to show that, that a lot of people think, you know, homeschoolers are like a certain way, but ev- like there's, there's no identical homeschool. Everybody does things differently and you just have to decide, um, what's going to work best for you. Like maybe your kids, um, you're about to start homeschooling young kids. So they don't have any friends that are in school at the moment. Um, and so it doesn't really matter if you guys home through, homeschool through the summer because, you know, that it could just be something that uh, that works better for you. Uh, but you have to choose what works best for your family. And and then and then if it doesn't work again, the beauty, if it doesn't work, do something else. You know, I know families who started off doing year round homeschooling. They said, you know what? This isn't working for us anymore. We're going to take the summer off. That's fine, too. You know, you can do what you need to do to make it fit for you. Um, and and I, I think you should should experiment. I've just been very fortunate in that I, I knew a lot of homeschooling families going into homeschooling. And so I was able to kind of gauge like, well, what do you do? What do you do? What do you think works? And I mean, these people have been homeschooling 10, 11, 12 plus years. And so I was able to kind of pick and choose almost like a buffet. Like, you know what? I already know, like, I like to chill. So I know I'm going <laughs> to take a summer break. You know what? I do like the idea of doing school Monday through Thursday in the books and Friday being kind of a more artistic and creative day and a kind of go with the flow day. So I, I was very fortunate that I knew some homeschooling families to pick and choose. So I hope that this episode was helpful for you to see that you you don't have to just do one thing. You can tailor it however you want to. Maybe you don't school year round, but you do something where you only take, you know, July and August off. 
and then you take December off, you know, so there's just, there's just so many things that you can do. And if you need help trying to figure out what will work for you, you know, you can, you know, give me a shout out here on the podcast. You can ask questions. Um, there's a a link where you can click and ask questions or send messages. And I'd be happy to help you out with that, um, or send you some resources that can help you as well. So again, thank you for listening to the podcast. I hope this has been helpful. I hope that what whatever you're doing and wherever you are that you are just being the best version of yourself you can be and um and i and i, I just want to encourage you to know that sometimes ho- homeschooling can feel like overwhelming there's so many unknowns am i doing this right am i doing but i can tell you that if you are pouring into your kids and taking the time to educate them you are all you're already doing a great job so um again hope this is helpful and i will see you in the next one Thank you for listening to Bees and Blessing. You can read more inspiration and join the email list at beesandblessing.family.blog. And don't forget to subscribe in your favorite podcast app so that you don't miss an episode. And while you're there, leave a rating and a review to help others find the podcast. If you'd like to support this podcast, you can click the link in the description to choose a one-time or recurring option. Thank you so much again for being here. And remember, start where you are, Use what you have and do what you can. You are enough.